Welcome to In the Word with Darren Dusso, a show that is dedicated to bringing you sound biblical teaching from the Word of God to both educate and inspire you. Here is your host, Darren Dusso. Welcome to In the Word. I'm your host, Darren Dusso, and just want to welcome you today and thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure to to continue our, our podcast with you. And uh, today we're going to be continuing with fasting. And this is a great uh, spiritual discipline that we're learning about and that uh, not only we're learning, that we are actually in a 21-day fast, a corporate 21-day fast. So if you're fasting with me, then um, you know what you're going through. And you know how you feel right now. Uh, much, much more on that in the next episode. Uh, we'll get, we'll touch into that, the feeling of the fast and what, what someone goes through and how does it feel. So today, um, we're going to continue with, with more about the fasting. We're going to answer more questions. I'll bring up some more questions. We're going to look at the different types of fast and see what the Bible says. Uh, about these fast, but first, let's go before our throne and the King that sits on our throne, dear Jesus. We just thank you so much for teaching us and giving us your word, and your word is so powerful and so truthful. We thank you. We praise you. We ask that you uh, just bless us with the Holy Spirit to give us uh, insight and to uh, teach us and and make us uh, more like you. We thank you, Jesus, as we continue in this fast. Uh, We ask for the strength, we ask for the wisdom, and we ask that you meet us there. And we thank you for doing these things uh, for us. We're so grateful for all the blessings that you have given us, given this program, and all all to uh, the listeners that are listening. Please bless them beyond their imagination. We thank you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. So this week, we're going to continue fasting. But let's do a recap real quickly what uh, what we went over last week. Um, and last week, we talked about having a purpose for the fast and humbling ourselves uh, before before him, before our, our king. Um, getting down on our knees is a way to humble ourselves, but fasting is is a way um, all throughout the day um, because you can't stay down on your knees all day long uh, most of the time. <laughs> if you're working, you can still be fasting uh, and still worshiping God. So a fast is a way to just humble yourselves before him. And as, as we've seen in the scripture, uh, they fasted. Um, to humble themselves before scripture. We pointed those out last week. Now, as we look to uh, this week, we're going to look at some of the types of fast. And the first fast that we're going to come to is what we call a partial fast. Uh, A partial fast is a limitation of the diet. It's not abstaining from all food, but it's abstaining from certain foods or the good food and most of you know the good food 
you know, your pizza and your candy and all of that kind of stuff. But uh, this is shown in the book of Daniel, and it's known as the Daniel Fast. And a Daniel Fast is a partial fast. And this is where the Daniel and the other young Jewish men ate only vegetables and water to drink for 10 days. So their fast was for 10 days. And they're, they only drank water. So when you give up, uh, if you're a good, you know, a big coffee drinker and you give up coffee for 10 days, that's part of a partial fast. Um, if, if you're still drinking water. So you limit that. No soda, no, no other beverages except water. This is known as a, as a uh, partial fast. And uh, no pizza, no candy, no ice cream, none of those goodies. Um, and it's still a great fast to do. And if you're, if you have medical issues or something, this type of fast is a very good fast um, to take because you can still um, function with your that you need to function. You take your your medicine if you're on medicines or anything like that. This type of fast you can still do. So the next fast that we look at is what they call an absolute fast. This is a fast with no food and no water. This is uh, also known as a total fast. The type of fast also breaks down into another uh, fast group, uh, which depends on the amount of time and duration. So an absolute fast, usually usually an absolute fast only goes up to three days. Um, we see that throughout Scripture quite often that they fasted and uh, ate and drank nothing for three days. But along with an absolute fast, we also see that that leads into what they call a supernatural fast. And a supernatural fast is going for a long duration with no food and no water. And we have two accounts of that in Scripture. And the two accounts that that are mentioned uh, in the Scripture is, is where Moses was in the mountain uh, and he he wrote in Deuteronomy 9, 9 I remained on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights I neither ate bread nor drank water now that's a long fast uh, 40 days how can anybody how can any physical body survive and the only way is is supernatural and there's one other account that is like that, and that's of Elijah found in 1 Kings 19.8. This, ta- uh, this type of fast is only possible with God's supernatural intervention and is not repeatable apart from the Lord's calling and miraculous provisions. So don't try to attempt a 40-day fast unless you're called by God to do this um, because it's not it's not humanly possible to do it unless you have the supernatural intervention from God. So just just to set that out there, um, but I wanted you to be aware of it. The most common fast in Scripture is a regular fast, and each and every year the Jews were to fast 
on the Day of Atonement or before the Days of Atonement and on the Day of Atonement. This is found in Leviticus 16, uh, verses 29 through 31. They were to prepare themselves or humble themselves for the Day of Atonement. So it's a, it was a preparation for that day. And fasting was was a way to prepare their not only their physical body, but their spiritual um, bodies. So those fasts are, are, these are the most common fasts. These fasts, uh, they can last a, a week, um, three weeks. Um, it's where you eat something um, or you, you eat nothing. Apologize for that. You eat nothing, but you only drink water. So you're, you're, you're filling your body with water and you're, re, you're relying on, um, Jesus, as he says that he is the bread of life. We rely on that bread and the water, um, that comes from, from him also, but he is the living water. So, uh, the regular fast is, is the most common fast. And that's the one that I usually do is a regular fast. I drink a lot of water, um, but we go with no food. So just just to you know give you a, an idea uh, of a few of these fasts. Um, that's the most common, and both types that we that we have have to have a purpose. Um, you can do the partial fast. Or the, the, you know, the regular fast, but we still need a purpose, a spiritual purpose. Why are we fasting? Because otherwise, as we said last week, it would be just a, a, a diet or a starvation. Um, and that doesn't make sense. Why would somebody want to starve themselves is beyond me. Um, the scriptures tell us that fasting is expected of us. And let's look at uh, Matthew 6, um, verses 16 through 17. Jesus says, and when you fast, uh, verse 17, but when you fast. So Jesus is saying here, when, not if. So it's not a question of of if you're going to fast. It's a question of when you fast. He's given us instructions on how to do it. He's telling us how we should. This is the same instruction found when Jesus tells us how to give. He says, when you give, and what about prayer? He says the same thing. He says, um, when you pray. So when we pray, when we, so he expects these. These are things that every Christian should be doing is fasting, giving, and praying uh, constantly, um, which is just, it's just beautiful when you stop and, and, and look at these scriptures. When we tie them all together, uh, I'd like to sum that up with, with Romans 12, 1, which says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. A living sacrifice, meaning the living sacrifice is a reasonable service. So 
if this is your service to God, fasting is part of your service to God. You're worshiping God by fasting, by drawing near to him. Now, that's uh, when we draw near to him, it's, it's, it's so beautiful. I'm going to get into that in a little bit. But now what we look at, why why should we fast and what is uh, the different types of fasts we, we looked at? So we have our purpose now. We have we have uh, our spiritual purpose. We have um, we have our, our 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 heart set on them. So we're humbled before them. So then, I believe we should get into what are the benefits of fasting. So if we are fasting, let's look at some of the benefits of fasting. And this is this is where it gets really interesting because if it's our reasonable service and I'm doing a living sacrifice for my God and I'm worshiping my God he gives us he gives us blessings for doing it so some of these blessings uh, I call benefits uh, of fasting and I believe that the first benefit of fasting is to realize how much you need God if we could just understand how much we need him. Um, I always said a long time now that God didn't need us. He wants us. He doesn't need us. He wants us. Very, very uh, different way to look at things. But we need him. And for the most of, most of us, for the secular world, they don't want him. We need him but we don't want him and he wants us. And that's, that's just a beautiful thing. He doesn't need us, but he wants us. So it, right there in a nutshell, it shows how much he loves us. Um, and, and if you can grab that, it's, it's, it's beautiful. Uh, I want to get into the uh, next part here where it's, where my notes are, um, saying that, uh, James James four eight as as we draw near to God and He will draw near to you. Why why would we want anything else? That's the question. I mean, why if we're if we're drawing closer to to the the Almighty, the the Maker of heaven and earth, the one that sustains all things, the one that gives us all things. Why wouldn't you want to be closer to him? When we draw near to God with fasting, it helps us to hear him. It's a more, it's a more, it's a, it's another benefit. We get to, the closer you get to God, you can hear him more. So these benefits, it's like this, uh, saying that, uh, or these thoughts that I've had that if you're, if you're in a big crowd of people and I'm kind of hard of hearing myself, being that I run heavy equipment and my ears, I haven't taken good care care of my ears for my life, so I have to pay the penalty. So if I'm in a crowd of people, I can't really hear what one person is saying. Uh, it's just a bunch of noise. I can't really distinguish what one voice is. But when someone draws near to me and they draw really close to me and they're talking in my ear, then I can hear them. 
And it's, it's the same thing with God. When we draw near to God, he draws near to us, and then the crowd dissipates, and it's just me and him, and then I can hear just him. So I want you to really understand that picture uh, based on uh, James 8. You know, draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Why would you want anything else? That's the question. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we can uh, we hear more more uh, clearly, which is a uh, it's good because then when you hear God clearly, you're not going to get mis- mixed signals. So your direction is going to be clear. Um, we're not going to ask back and forth. Well, what way did he say to go? Uh, I think it was this way or that way. You're not going to be getting lost. You're going to know your direction, and you're going to go there. Fasting, another benefit of fasting. It will build your relationship with God. It shows the love and the trust in him. I know that for me that there's no way that I would have fasted 21 days without food. There's no way physically for for the person that I am to fast that long without God's help. Um, and this you can you can... You can ask my wife. She says that I would turn into a grizzly bear, grumpier and grumpy, uh, without food. If I went a few hours without food, and I, I'm telling you that I, I'm a pretty big eater, and I can I can put away the food. And I would have never thought six years ago. I would have never thought of trying to fast. Uh, that just was out of the equation. Uh, you're silly. You're insane. All those things were through my mind. And uh, when I when I accomplished my first 21-day fast a, a few years ago, what a breakthrough. When my wife came to me and she says, not only congratulations with, with that and how proud she was of, of me doing that, that she says, from now on, you can never, ever get grumpy. If dinner's late. <laughs> so I just wanted to leave that with you guys. Uh, give you a give you a laugh with that. It's a, it's beautiful. And, you know, God teaches us so many things, which that's my next thing that I wanted to tell you. You know, the benefit is God teaches us. And that is the, the benefits of learning through a fast, learning what God is teaching you. You might have another purpose to the fast. But God's going to teach you. If you have an open mind, God can teach you so many things through the same fast. I, I get this, you know, when I was, uh, a lady asked, you know, she she was saying that she had really bad migraine headaches for a very long time. And I asked her if I could put my hands on her, lay my hands on her and pray for her. And she says, yeah, sure. So I prayed for her headaches. And... I, I went on my, about my business and the next day and the next day and finally uh, a third day later this lady calls me up and she says ever since you left hand, uh, put hands on me uh, I haven't had I haven't had any migraines I haven't had any headaches she says wow you know I just I just wanted you to know that and uh, I was like well that's the power and the blood of Jesus Christ and I said I said to her I said that's beautiful God loves you she says, yeah, but it gets even better than that. And then she went on to tell me that her, 
she was involved in a car accident when she was three years old that she didn't tell me this um, when I prayed for her, but she says, I haven't been able to move my neck more than more than 30 degrees in either direction my whole entire life. My driving, my my way of life has all revolved around that car accident when I was three years old. She says she's been limited her whole life. Um, but she's a, you know, and she's a doctor. I mean, she went to medical school. She knows all of the medical reasons. Uh, she, she's, uh, she was actually a, a veterinarian, but uh, she still had all the medical training. She knows the body and she allowed Jesus to heal her from her headaches. But it, the Holy Spirit didn't only heal from the headaches. She says, I can move my neck in 180 degrees. And I feel like an owl. And this woman was ecstatic all because I prayed for her headache. Now, I didn't even know about the the the, the headaches. Or, uh, I'm sorry, about the neck. I just prayed for the headaches. And the Holy Spirit says, uh, the root of the problem is something else. I'm going to heal that. And lo and behold, she's been healed to this day. And it's just, that is so beautiful. That's just God showing us how much he loves us. And not only that, it was a faithful test for me if I was going to be faithful in doing it because we are commanded in the scriptures to lay our hands on and heal the sick and 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 heal the brokenhearted. So, you know, being obedient, I I felt the, nerd, or the urge to, to lay hands on her and be healed just as I was healed. So... Just uh, learning from what God says. And fasting does that. It draws us in. It draws us so that we can closer to God, so that we can hear him. And, and when we hear him, we can learn from him. And there's so much more to learn. And that's just a, a, a I just wanted to leave that there with you guys. Beautiful uh, illustration. Another benefit of fasting, and this one really gets... Uh, doesn't get enough attention, I don't believe, but fasting kills off evil desires. This is done by the teaching of the Holy Spirit. So when we're fasting, as we just said, we can be taught by the Holy Spirit. So these really go hand in hand. So our fleshly bodies want to live for pleasure and pleasing ourselves. That's what our flesh does. It lives for itself and it lives for the pleasing ourselves. But the spirit wants to live for and please God. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I wanna re-say that. Our flesh wants to live for us and to please ourselves, but the spirit wants to live for and please God. So not only to live for, but to please God. Let's read uh, Romans 8, 7, 8. Um, Romans 8, verse 7. I'm sorry. Uh, Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. So we need to train ourselves to obey the spirit and how do we do that and that's by putting to death the deeds of the body 
if you read down a little bit, it's Romans 8.13. And that is, is, a, is a way, fasting is a way to put to death the desires of the body. It's, it's to overcome King's stomach. It's to overcome the physical. And then, um, I just believe that there's so much power in that when we, when we look at that. Fasting is a way to unlock spiritual power. Now, when we, when we kill the flesh and we unlock the spiritual power, uh, or the desires of the flesh is what I was trying to say. When we, when we do that, fasting is a way to unlock the spiritual power. And let's go to, let's go to a story here. Um, in, in the book of Mark, it, this reminds me. It says, there was a story of a boy who had a mute spirit. And it seized him, and, you know, made him convulse, and and his his father um, said that he was near death many times because this, this seizure would th- try to throw him into the fire, and so the the father went to Jesus' disciples, and they could not cast this this spirit out, this this mute spirit, so. He went to Jesus and asked for help. And I'm, I'm summarizing this story. I really think that you should read it. It's Mark 9. It starts out in verse 14. It goes to 29. But just just read that story. It's too long for the broadcast for me to read. But uh, Jesus, in this story, he says this. Verse 29, he says this. He says, so he said to them, this kind can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting. So the dis- disciples that went to Jesus saying, hey, we tried casting this demon out. How come we couldn't cast him out? We used your name. We did this. We did that. But Jesus says this. He says, this kind c- can come out only by or by nothing but prayer and fasting. So it's the prayer and fasting that unlocks that supernatural power to overcome some of the demonic spirits. Uh, some of the oppressive spirits that, that, that are around. Wow. Fasting has so many benefits. And this is why I said we don't, we don't have to fast. We get to. It's a pleasure fasting. Uh, when you're going through it, it might not feel like a pleasure to some or in the beginning. But once you're into the fast a little bit and you you feel the presence of God as you draw near to him and he draw near to you, you feel the, the presence of God. There's a lot more benefits. The questions that I wanted to ask is, you know, do you want to be closer to Jesus? Do you want to have more clarity in your walk? Do you want a deeper relationship with the Father? Then fasting is a way to produce these and so much more.
There's, there is a lot more to this, uh, but we'll get into that next week. Oh, it's been such a pleasure. I'm so grateful for you guys to join me and listening to this. And I hope that you're, you, you are fasting with us as we fast. And it doesn't matter if you, if you slip up and you have to eat something. Um, don't, there's no condemnation for those that are in Christ. We all, we all have stumbled. We all have fallen, but we all have to remember that Jesus is right there to lift us back up, back on our feet. He's our good shepherd. And it's just, it, he's so beautiful in doing that. So stay, stay on your path and, and keep fasting with us and let God show you how many more benefits there are. I just want to thank you for joining us today. Next week, we'll, we'll continue one more week with the fasting. We're going to talk a little bit more about some, um, some more transformations that have come from the fast. I'll give you a couple more stories on that. But for now, I just want to say God bless you all. Thank you for joining me. I hope this is just encourage you to stay in your fast a little more or to start a fast and, and, and rather it be a day or three days or, 10 days, 21 days, just a, a, a good note would be a journey of a thousand miles begins with the first step. Take that step to draw near to God. And he will draw near to you. So as we are, keep our walk, keep walking with your head up, looking and smiling because you are blessed in so many ways. Thank you for joining us in the word was uh, produced and, and edited by the Burns Media Group. For more info, go to the bmgnetwork.com. Thank you all. God bless you all. Have a great time. See you next week. Thank you for listening to In the Word with Darren Dusso. Be sure to tune in each week for another inspiring and informative episode. In the Word was produced and edited in the BMG Studio. For more info, go to the bmgnetwork.com.